today on Watching Your Wealth, financial planning for newlyweds, plus how to figure out where all your money is going. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, how to figure out where all your money is going. But first, Northern Trust John Voltaggio is here to give us some financial planning tips for newlyweds. Welcome, John. Thank you, Veronica. John, so it's the start of wedding season, but finances may be the last thing on some newlyweds' minds. But you said it's important to address this still. Well, that's exactly right, Veronica, and, and, and I understand that it, it's not always an easy topic, but I believe a lot of people understand the, the need for prenuptial agreements for premarital planning, the benefits they, could, they can provide in terms of providing certainty um, and peace of mind and, and actually an opportunity to learn about your future spouse's finances. But as you said, it's something that, that people tend to put towards the bottom of the list, whereas we would like them to kind of address it early on. We don't want it to be something that's done at the last minute. We would recommend giving each other time to, to discuss it in a measured, comfortable environment, um, and that's really what produces the best results, in our opinion. Indeed, indeed. So prenups are, are one thing, but even before whether or not you want to do the prenup or not, I want to put that on the side uh, for a while. And one of the things, just to start out with, before you get married, or maybe right soon after, you want to just take an inventory of what you have, what your groom has, for example. Is that a good starting place? Absolutely. And, you know, it, it can be more uh, complex than, than might meet the eye. Um, really, it's a great idea for all of us to build a balance sheet to understand our assets, our liabilities. Um, we can talk to our spouse about our future inflows, our future obligations. Um, once you start to quantify it, Veronica, to put the numbers uh, on paper and, and really have a good understanding, you might own real estate, you might own life insurance policies. Once you start to dig in, you might have savings plans or equity compensation through work. Once you start to dig in it, you, you realize it could be complicated and it's worth the time and the effort to kind of make it clear to your to your future spouse what you're working with. Indeed. that's. I think it's a great idea. One of the things my husband and I did as soon as we got married is we did something very romantic. We sat down and made an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> we did their assets. Yeah, you know, assets and liabilities. And uh, it really gave us a, a sense of what we were looking at as a team and as individuals. And one of the things, you know, teams often have to deal with is debt, maybe that student debt. And I'm wondering how how should couples look at that and should that be part of the, those conversations too? It sounds like it should. Well, absolutely. It's going to a impact your uh, future, what, what you're, how you're going to spend your money as a couple, because there, there might be an obligation or obligations that your earnings are going to have to to pay off. Um, it also could be uh, addressed in the uh, in the prenup agreement in terms of how is premarital death debt going to be handled in, in, in case of divorce and who's responsible for it. So it, it's going to come into play when you're budgeting, how your inflows are going to be spent, and it also is going to come into play with respect to, in the event of divorce, who's responsible for that debt. That's a really good point. In terms of uh, having goals, uh, even if you're a young couple, how important is that? 
I think it's very important because oftentimes people just assume that my uh, the other spouse has the same goals or the same uh, uh, priorities as, as as myself, and that's not always the case. So again, it's it's an opportunity to explore, to discover, to understand uh, what your spouse is interested in and what their priorities are, and and have a discussion about how we're going to meet those goals. Maybe they'll be different. Maybe some will be the same. But there's a lot to work through. Yep. Retirement planning, major purchases like a first home, education funding, uh, funding for to have children if that's if that's the case. Um, so there's a lot to talk about, and again, more communication is better. Indeed, and one of those early goals might also be forming a cash reserve as a couple if you don't have that already. Absolutely, you know, we we look to um, kind of identify all assets, all future inflows, build up a year or two's worth of a, of spending as a cash reserve that that you can afford to live if somebody lost a job or something along those lines. Then we look to start funding savings accounts, you know, tax-favored savings accounts, 401Ks, IRAs, HSAs. Then we look at taxable accounts. So it's kind of a a pattern or a hierarchy in terms of what we look to build up. Right. Now, if you're a young couple especially, do you need to be thinking about doing a will together? Absolutely. I mean, that's really that's really first and foremost. It's it's the will, and it's not just the will. It's it's a, a power of attorney. It could be medical power, that could include a medical power of attorney who can make decisions for me if if I'm incapacitated and can't decide for myself. It could include um, uh, healthcare proxies, living wills. It can include guardianship appointments for our children. So really, when you're doing financial planning, you have to look at it and say, God forbid something happened to one or both of us today, what would happen? You know, how would how would our assets be divided? Who would have? fiduciary responsibility or or be able to make decisions on our behalf. Right. So even if you don't have a ton of assets, it really comes down to decision making and what you want those, what you do have, what your plan for those assets are. And That's exactly right. Right. Who you want in charge of that. Real quickly, we have about 20 seconds left. You had mentioned prenups. We're usually talking about newlyweds here, so it's usually too late for them to do that. <laughs> but people who are not married yet, are you recommending people do prenups? Absolutely. I mean, it's 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 a good exercise to go through, um, even if they don't decide to ultimately execute it. It's still part of the discovery. It's still part of the learning about the future spouse, and and they they really help put everyone's mind at ease. Also, as as families become more uh, blended now, as people get married later in life, as a second and third marriages, they they serve a lot of purposes, like protecting children from a prior marriage and protecting business interests. And, you know, there's a lot that can be gained uh, in in a cooperative manner through the use of prenups and postnups. That can be done after marriage as well. Right. And I think it's all on how you approach it. And that's a whole other conversation. But (laughs) thank you so much for joining us, John. Thank you, Veronica. Thanks again to John Voltaggio for joining us. Coming up, how to get a handle on your spending. Stay with us. Hi, this is Kevin Sintemong. This is Beth Cracklauer. Check us out on the Off-Duty Podcast. We talk about food, cocktails, all of the finer things in life. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. And become a subscriber on iTunes. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Does your money seem to fly out of your pocket and you don't know what you're spending it on? You're not alone. It might be time to start tracking your expenses. 
You can start by keeping your receipts. Then you can use an app such as Spending Tracker or Good Budget Budget Planner to help you categorize and track your spending. These apps can very quickly help you see how much you're spending on certain categories, such as eating out. They may help you realize that you need to pull back your spending in certain areas and increase your savings to say your online savings account. At the very least, they can help you feel more in control of your spending, which is a good thing. This has been watching your wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com/podcasts. Thanks for listening.